Hi, my name is Sharia, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Aviation Files, the best podcast for all aviation enthusiasts. In today's episode, we will discuss Zipair's third birthday, Lufthansa Cargo's new shark skin planes, Etihad's first 787-10 in three years, and six fun facts about Qantas' relationship with the 747 that you did not know. So, without further ado, let's begin. Zipair, the Japanese low-cost carrier, marked its third year of operations with remarkable growth and expansion since its inception. Even though it was launched during the tumultuous early stages of the COVID-19 pandemic, since its inauguration, Zipair has significantly increased its presence, operating a total of 412 monthly flights across eight destinations spanning five different countries. Zipair's journey commenced in 2018, but its first flight wasn't a resounding success with only two passengers on board for the inaugural flight from Tokyo to Seoul. The airline's ambitious plans for initial services were disrupted by the pandemic, but it has since overcome these challenges and made substantial strides in the aviation industry. The United States has emerged as the primary market for Zipair, with approximately 41.75% of the flights now connecting to and from the U.S. San Francisco is the latest U.S. city to be added to Zipair's expanding network with flights commencing on June 2nd, now operating five times a week. Apart from San Francisco, Zipair serves other U.S. destinations such as San Jose, Los Angeles, uh, and Honolulu. Among these, only Los Angeles enjoys daily service, while San Jose is served five times weekly and Honolulu three times weekly. Zipair's long-haul operations are primarily centered on the United States, with all remaining destinations situated in Asia, encompassing routes spanning distances from 784 to 5,451 miles. According to Serium data, Zipair operates four additional daily routes to Asian cities, namely Bangkok, Seoul, Manila, and Singapore. Zipair's fleet primarily consists of Boeing 787-8 aircraft, which provides a total of 8,700 seats in each direction on these routes. Zipair's fleet remains relatively modest, comprising of just seven aircraft. These aircraft, valued, valued at $508.21 million, are exclusively Boeing 787-8s, which represent the smallest variant within the Dreamliner family. With an average age of 8.4 years, as per CH-Aviation data, these aircraft have been a vital part of Zipair's op- operations. Five of the seven aircraft were originally delivered to Japan Airlines in 2012 before being transferred to Zipair when it commenced operations. Furthermore, Zipair welcomed two brand new Dreamliners this year, one in March and the other one in August. The Boeing 787-8s are configured with two cabins, offering 18 business class seats and 272 economy class seats, providing a balanced and efficient travel experience for passengers. Zipair's impressive growth and continued expansion exemplify its ability to thrive in a challenging aviation environment, adapting to evolving market demands and passenger preferences. Now, let's move to Germany, where Lufthansa Cargo ex- is exploring revolutionary new technology. Lufthansa Cargo, one of the leading cargo airlines in the world, has recently introduced Aeroshark technology on four of its Boeing 777F aircraft a move that is set to significantly enhance their fuel efficiency and reduce their environmental footprint. Aeroshark is a cutting-edge innovation that involves applying a special surface film to the aircraft's fuselage designed to mimic the texture of shark skin. This technology aims to reduce drag and friction while the aircraft is in flight, resulting in improved fuel consumption and overall operational efficiency. Lufthansa Technik 
the maintenance and repair organization of the Lufthansa Group, undertook the task of implementing AeroShark on these Boeing 777F aircraft. The most recent plane to undergo this transformation rejoined Lufthansa Cargo's fleet on October 13, 2023, after a brief period of inactivity between October 1st and October 11th, during which it conducted a test flight from Frankfurt Airport using the unique flight code GEC-8148. This development is a part of a broader strategy by Lufthansa Cargo to equip its entire Boeing 777F fleet with AeroShark technology by 2027. The subsequent aircraft scheduled for modification with the shark skin-like coating are set to undergo this transformation in August 2024 as part of their regular maintenance checks. According to CH Aviation data, Lufthansa Cargo certainly op- uh, currently operates 11 Boeing 777F aircraft, in addition to four Airbus A321P2Fs operated by Lufthansa CityLine. Ashwin Bhatt, the chief executive officer of Lufthansa Cargo highlighted the significant advantages of this technology, noting that the specialized coating surface significantly reduces the frictional resistance of the aircraft. When combined with the use of lightweight cargo and equipment uh, equipment that the airline employs, AeroShark is expected to yield substantial fuel savings, estimated at approximately 5,493 tons of kerosene per year. Lufthansa Technic, the organization responsible for implementing AeroShark, provided more technical details about this innovative coating. The film is a mere 50 micrometers or 0.05 millimeters or 0.0019 inches in height, but its unique aerodynamic properties allow for impressive fuel savings. During testing on a Boeing 747-400 aircraft, where the film was applied to the fuselage, fuel consumption was reduced by 0.8%. This translated to annual fuel savings of 300 tons, or 330 tons, and a reduced uh, and a reduction of 900 metric tons, or 990 tons, of CO2 emissions. The AeroShark technology received its Supplemental Type Certificate (STC) from the European Union Aviation Safety Agency (EASA) on December 2022. This certification allowed for the modification of Boeing 777F and Boeing 777-300ER aircraft, making it available for broader adoption in the aviation industry. Swiss International Airlines, Swiss, was among the first to adopt this technology, commencing modifications to its Boeing 777-300ER fleet in February 2023. By applying AeroShark to three of its aircraft, Swiss anticipated substantial fuel consumption reductions of 4,800 metric tons, or 5,291 tons, and a subsequent reduction of 15,200 metric tons, or 16,755.1 tons, of uh, CO2 emissions from the entire 777-300ER fleet. In summary, Lufthansa Cargo's adoption of AeroShark technology represents a forward-looking commitment to enhancing the efficiency and environmental sustainability of its operations. By reducing drag and friction on their Boeing 777F aircraft, the airline aims to save substantial fuel and reduce its carbon footprint, in alignment with the broader aviation industry's efforts to become more environmentally responsible. Now, let's move to the Middle East, where Etihad Airways is expanding its fleet with the introduction of a brand new Boeing 787-10, marking a significant milestone for the airline as it had been three years since its last Dreamliner edition. The aircraft, registered Alpha 6 Bravo Mike Juliet, was warmly received at the airline's hub Abu Dhabi International Airport, AUH, 
with its first passenger flight scheduled for the upcoming Sunday following a thorough inspection by Etihad's engineering team. This new Dreamliner joins the existing fleet, making it the 39th active Dreamliner in Etihad's operations. Alpha 6 Bravo Mike Juliet was delivered from Boeing's Charleston, South Carolina facility, and its journey to Abu Dhabi was meticulously tracked. According to Flight Radar 24 data, the aircraft was scheduled to depart from Charleston International Airport, CHS, at 11 o'clock on Thursday, although it didn't take off until 13.34 from runway 33. It then took a northeast direction, eventually reaching its initial cruising altitude of 39,000 feet over the Atlantic Ocean, flying for nearly six hours before passing over northern Portugal. During the flight, the aircraft climbed 41,000 feet and maintained this altitude for another five hours while flying over the Mediterranean Sea. The Dreamliner began its descent southeast of of Qatar uh, over the Persian Gulf and subsequently passed over Abu Dhabi and lined up with runway 31L, touching down at 11.05 local time after a journey lasting 13 hours and 31 minutes. This addition to Etihad's fleet aligns with the airline's strategic growth plans announced earlier in the year. Etihad's Etihad's aim is to significantly increase its passenger numbers, setting a goal to carry 30 million passengers, and is also planning to double its fleet to 150 planes by the end of 2023. 2030, as reported by The National. Etihad was confer- has confirmed that this aircraft is one of four Dreamliners scheduled for delivery this year. The arrival of Alpha 6 Bravo Mike Juliet coincidentally occurred three years to the, uh, to the date of the delivery of its last 787-10, which was on October 13, 2020. It's worth noting that the delivery of Alpha 6 Bravo Mike Juliet had been long awaited as the airline originally ordered it back in November 2013, and it took seven years until its first flight in December 2020. Delays in the aircraft's delivery were likely due to the adverse impact of the global pandemic on the aviation industry. In addition to the 787-10, three slightly smaller 787-9s are also set to join Etihad's fleet this year, further bolstering the airline's commitment to modernize its operations. Presently, Etihad operates 29 active 787-9s, With the addition of this new 787-10, their Dreamliner fleet now stands at 39 aircraft. The Boeing 787 Dreamliner is known for its fuel efficiency, offering up to 25% greater fuel efficiency compared to smaller-sized aircraft. Furthermore, it provides a high level of comfort and luxury for passengers. All cabins on board the Dreamliner come equipped with premium amenities, including blankets, pillows, and amenity kits, to ensure passenger Passengers experience comfort and relaxation on long-haul flights. Etihad Airlines utilizes its 787 Dreamliners to serve passengers on routes to 50 global destinations, demonstrating the aircraft's versatility and contribution to the airline's global connectivity and passenger satisfaction. Finally, let's move all the way south to Australia, where we look at Qantas' relationship with the famous Queen of the Skies, our very own, the 747. Qantas has had a long history with the 747, and in July 2020, Qantas bid farewell to its 49-year relationship with the Boeing 747. Here are six lesser-known facts about their history. Number one, the World Bank typo. The delivery of Qantas's first 747 was delayed due to an amusing typographical error from the World Bank. Instead of stating that they were now ready to finalize the finance, the communication accidentally read, not ready to finalize the finance. 
Qantas chairman Sir Roland Wilson patiently waited for an update until the World Bank reached out to correct the error. This delay allowed Qantas to watch Pan American Airways, Pan Am, grapple with early operational issues of the 747 before the aircraft's arrival in Australia. Number 2. Adapting to first-class ambiance. When Qantas's Seattle representatives Ken Gold uh, and Michael Ryan showcased mock-ups of, for the first-class cabin to Qantas personnel, the, the ambiance was quite different from what was expected. The dim red lights and curtains gave an atmosphere reminiscent of a Hamburg brothel. This presentation was far from Boeing's intent, which aimed for a more relaxed and elegant environment. Nevertheless, Qantas, Qantas managed to adapt and eventually, off, eventually offered a premium first-class service on the 747 throughout the decades. Number 3. Influence on Pan Am Qantas's innovative ideas also influenced Pan Am. Although Pan Am was often referred to as the pioneer of the aviation industry, Pan Am President Juan Tripp took a trip to Hawaii to inspect Qantas's top deck offering. Known as the Captain Cook Lounge, this lounge had an explorer-themed decor for first-class guests, complete with replica lanterns, rope decorations, even a stand-up bar for 15 passengers on board. However, due to the economic challenges brought by the 1970s oil crisis, Qantas converted this area into additional seats, which one of its captains, Bert Ritchie, humorously referred to as the most expensive piece of real estate in the world. Number 4. Qantas's Early Consideration In the late 1960s, Qantas was looking to replace its aging Boeing 707 aircraft with a more advanced and efficient option. In 1967, the airline began considering the Boeing 747, which was, which was gaining fame worldwide as the Queen of the Skies. This marked the beginning of what would become a pivotal partnership in Qantas's history. Four years later, in 1971, Qantas welcomed its first 747 aircraft, symbolizing a new era of long-haul travel for the Australian flag carrier and the Australian continent. Number 5. A Diverse 747 Fleet Qantas operated a variety of Boeing 747 variants, including the Dash 100, Dash 200, Dash 300, Dash 400, and the Specialized 747 SP. Another airline that's done something like this is Japan Airlines, which flew all the 747 variants listed below, except for the 747-8. If Qantas had sticked with the 747 a little longer, they might have hit the Dash 8 eventually. This diverse fleet allowed the airline to expand its global reach to become the aviation powerhouse it is today. The 747 played a pivotal role in connecting Australia to the rest of the world. Number 6. Initial All-Economy Plans Qantas initially had ambition plans to, ambitious plans to operate its 747s with an all-economy seating configuration. The idea was to reserve premium travel for the anticipated Concorde supersonic aircraft and maximize the 747's capacity. However, Qantas never managed to secure the Concorde, leading to a significant shift in their strategy for the 747. Despite initial skepticism, the five-decade partnership between Qantas and the 747 contributed significantly to Qantas's global prominence. While the era of the jumbo jet and general passenger service has diminished, the 747 continues to thrive in cargo and governmental operations. Its legacy remains a cherished part of aviation history. That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Do make sure to support my podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this on, and make sure to check out my Instagram, at The Aviation Files. Until next time.